0: Wake up west georgia it's time for the podcast powered by coffee and mountain dew the morning five with bryce sparling and billy lindahl
1: wake up west georgia it's time for your favorite morning podcast it is the morning five for wednesday we've made it to hump day september 21st 2022 as always it's brought to you by the parian lawyers nobody wakes up thinking man i hope i hire a lawyer today but hey we go from one day where I love every single food day to another day where I do not want any part of this food day <laughs> oh really no I am I'll pass I'm a hard pass on both of these
0: oh dang dude all right all right
1: today is national chai day yep nope nope I'm I like good.
0: chai tea man it's uh it's I don't drink it a ton but I, I'm a pretty big Pretty big fan of warm tea, uh, especially in the winter. and And chai tea is not my favorite flavor of warm tea, uh, but I, I don't mind it. I, I do like I do like a chai tea. I've heard it's good. I've heard Starbucks makes a nice um uh, like iced chai tea. I've never had that, uh, but yeah, I, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of warm chai tea in the winter. I don't I don't mind that at all. I'll take a nice Get. little glass. Ah,
1: yeah, I'm good. I am so good. Uh, it's also National Pecan Cookie.
0: yeah i i I like pecan cookies okay i I love pecans not a huge fan of cookies uh but if i had to choose a cookie i would eat a pecan cookie for sure okay what's your what's your favorite cookie what's your of all time what's your favorite cookie
1: of all time it's obviously chocolate chip man come on chocolate chip come on
0: trying to try to think mine i don't know i guess these are considered cookies do you know the like the the sweet small cookies that were served in the big round metal tin they always had mm-hmm. at the funerals I like those those are good I don't know what those are called butter cookies or something maybe
1: why do you uh, always got to take it dark They're always I, had that's, a, funerals.
0: I, that's just what I remember them because I worked at a funeral home growing up you know that was my first job I just remember always dude at the funeral homes I worked at they used to always have one of those gotta metal tins dark. at them
1: hey, that's so dark, terrible
0: part of life <laughs> <laughs> Dying is just as much part of life as living is. It's the same Dear thing. Lord, it's the of game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank goodness the Braves aren't dead yet. Braves beat the Nats 3-2 last night uh, for their 10th consecutive home win uh, and 5th consecutive win overall. Uh, little D with two RBIs. Dan's Bay with another rib. Probably more than five and a third. One earned, nine Ks. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, all there you go. Mark. Day long,
0: thousand uh, percent.
1: We go from one day where <laughs> Kenley Jansen had a beautiful, clean eight pitch inning to Denson giving up two hits, a walk, and a run in one inning pitched.
0: Yeah, the the run wasn't earned. There was an error last night uh, that had that run come in. I didn't see what it was. I was trying to look at the box score uh, as I was going to sleep last night. I had the thing pop up that the Nats scored and I looked at the box score then and it was it was an unearned run so I I think it was an error on Matt Olson uh, but I'm not a thousand percent sure I was I was already in going into slumber when uh, when this happened so yeah so we just praised Jansen I mean Jansen had two back-to-back outings with no base runners uh, and then last night two hits a walk a run man just give me consistent outings please give me consistent outings although he did get the save Thirty sixth on the year leads the MLB. So, I don't know. It's just a very it's a very chaotic thirty six saves. I feel like.
1: Did Patrick Corbin get the loss.
0: Uh no, Ramirez did. Okay. Patrick Corbin only pitched two thirds of an inning. Is there a, is there a uh, wow really? Yeah yeah he got cha- he got cha- I think he got hurt. I think Patrick Corbin got hurt in the first inning. Um, they had to pull them, and they left their bullpen. I mean, their bullpen did a really good job of pitching the rest of the game and only giving up three three runs. But yeah, I think uh, I think Patrick Corbin got hurt in the first inning. He only pitched two two thirds of an inning. Uh, Erasmo Ramirez got the loss. Okay is is there is there a minimums is there a minimum innings you have to pitch to get the loss?
1: Oh, you don't have to even pitch a third of an inning. You could pitch one pitch and you can get the loss.
0: That's stupid. But you have to pitch what? Five innings to get the win? Yep. If you're a starter? That's that's ridiculous. Oh, Baseball's some dumb
1: rules. Yes, a thousand percent dumb rules. That's, that's so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> uh Braves are still one game back. However, uh they have clinched a playoff spot with their ninety third win tonight. Let's go. Or last Let's night, go. So. Let's go. Uh you know, Bryce, we were talking about this a little bit. Braves have ninety-three wins right now. And I think we've got fourteen games left. I think. I believe it's fourteen.
0: Uh yeah, that sounds right. It sounds somewhere around there.
1: We had eighty eight wins total last year.
0: We we could really I mean if we play five hundred ball the rest of the year, we can hit hundred wins.
1: Yeah. And still only I mean, make the wild card. Yeah.
0: I mean <laughs> we have the third we have the third best record in the NL right now. And if we were in the AL, we would have the second best record in the AL. The Houston Astros would be the only team with a better record than us in the AL. Um, yeah, I like that. 172 run difference, run differential, uh, which is good for second in the NL. Uh, we are ahead of the Mets in run differential, but we are ha- we are behind the Dodgers uh, by quite some margin. Yeah, the Dodgers. Uh, are it's nuts, dude. Their run differential is plus 330.
1: They were talking about this on the Braves pregame show yesterday on on, uh, the Braves radio network that the Dodgers are 58 games over 500.
0: Yeah, 103 and 45.
1: 58 games over 500. He goes, there are like six teams that don't have 58 wins.
0: (laughs) That's that's absurd, dude. They could they could finish, <laughs> they could finish the season. Honestly, realistically, right now their winning percentage is at a six nine six. They could finish the season above a seventy percent winning percentage. <laughs> that insane. Uh, that's nuts, dude. A, a plus three hundred and thirty run differential to get to, to give you uh, you know the next closest team right now is the is the Yankees and the entire MLB at a plus two ten. That's a hundred and twenty runs difference. Yeah. 120 runs difference between the two. 330. That's got to be the biggest run differential, I would think, in MLB history. I, I would think.
1: That, I don't know.
0: It has to be. It has to be close, at least. Uh, Billy, the NFL wrapped up their week two on Monday night. NFL Power Rankings today. Let's hit it. My NFL Power Rankings, my top five, I got the Bills. I think the Bills are by far the most complete team right now. Uh, they're my favorite to win the super bowl the defense the offense everything is humming stefan Diggs might be the best wide receiver in the nfl this year josh allen looks amazing uh number two i have the chiefs uh just like i said about the bills i I think the chiefs are going to be in the afc championship and lose to the bills that offense doesn't look like the same offense it did with tyreek hill uh but it doesn't look bad and the defense is also playing great as well uh I got, number three, I got the Bucks. I just have I have a lot of faith that Tom Brady is going to be able to pull off the wins like he did this past weekend. It wasn't pretty, it wasn't awesome, but they got the win, and that defense is one of the top five defenses in the NFL, in my opinion. So I think they're going to rely heavily on that defense. Uh, and once once Tom gets his entire wide receiver core back and healthy, uh, I think that offense will start humming. At number four, I have a surprise. I have a little surprise. Give me the Eagles, man. I really like what Jalen Hurts and that team is doing in Philadelphia. I think they're going to win the East uh, and I think they will be a team to be reckoned with uh, in the playoffs. And at number five, I have the Rams. You know, we kind of saw them. I still have faith in them, but we saw them in week one look terrible against the Bills, which the Titans look bad against the Bills in week two. So I think that's just a trend uh, showing how good the Bills are. And then the Rams against the Falcons looked good for two and a half, three quarters, and then almost let the Falcons come back and beat them and give the Rams an 0-2 start. So I still have faith in the Rams just because of the amount of talent that is on that team, but they are dwindling at that five spot. I really wrestled with this because I was very impressed with what the Dolphins did over the weekend to the Rams, who the Rams were in my top five last week. Uh, the Dolphins had a massive, massive comeback against them uh, and won the game. So two and zero, two and zero Dolphins. I uh, really wrestled with putting them in here, but for now, the Rams are going to hold on to that fifth spot uh, just because they're the reigning, defending, undisputed world champions of the world.
1: I've got Bills at one, much the same. Bucks at two, but I think I just think that the Bucks are just so veteran-led that it's going to be hard for them to to get out of that spot for a while. Chiefs at three. Chiefs are just good. They're really, really good this year. But I think the Bills and Bucks are just a hair above them. Uh, I I threw the Eagles in there at four as well. Um, I think they're they're a really, really good squad. And what they're doing both offensively and defensively have been impressive early on. And I threw the Dolphins in at five. Uh, The Dolphins have been really impressive to me early on. What they're doing um, both offensively with Tua, Tua is actually starting to look really. Strong. He looks
0: good, man. Yeah, yeah. the the pairing of, of Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle, those three guys together, they look like they could win that division, honestly, or uh, um, get the wild card in that division. I mean, they look was,
1: but yeah, they win that yeah. division.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look they look really, really good.
1: All right, Bryce. Uh, the NBA came out with their ranks between 126 yesterday, and there were a few Hawks on there.
0: Yeah, we got a few hockey's on there. Let's uh, 25 through 1 will probably come out today, and it appears that we will probably only have one hawk on that list. Uh, I would argue that we should have two. Uh, but 100 through 26, starting off the list at 100, Bogdan Bogdanovich down from 67 last year. He's at 100 now. Uh, why he could exceed his ranking in 22, 22, 23 with DeJounte Murray on the board. Bogdanovich figures to come off the bench for Atlanta in a role. He thrived in a season ago in 27 starts. He averaged 12 and points per game, 3.8 rebounds per game, 2.7 uh, assists per game in 29.4 minutes per game. But in 36 games off the bench, he averaged 17 points, which is five higher than when he started. rebounds, which is higher than when he started, 3.3 assists, which is higher than when he started, and 29.3 minutes per game, which is almost the exact same amount of minutes. So, Bogey plays a lot better coming off the bench with the exact same minutes because of the opponents that he's rotating against. Uh, He's rotating against the other team's twos and threes, and that will allow him to free up some of his uh, jump shots and free up his creation off the ball and everything. I love Bogey off the bench. Top 100, you know, ranking him at number 100, that's fine. Whatever. Bogey's going to be a role player on this Hawks team. I love Bogey and the position he's going to play this year. At 79, Clint Capella, down from 55 from last year. Capella remains one of the best rebounders in the game, and after leading the league in boards in 21 or 2021 season, Capella was fourth last season with uh, 11.9 rebounds per game and second overall in rebounding percentage at 23.5%. Capella is also one of the top lob threats in the NBA. Trey Young to Capella led the NBA in alley-oops last season. Massive fan of Clint Capella. I think he is going to be the driving force uh, on defense for this Hawks team in the paint. And I can't wait to see what him, Trey, and DeJounte Murray come up with between those three lob city baby. At number 73, John Collins down from 54. Collins is one of the league's premier posterizers who will literally dunk on anybody in his path. Uh, and It was fun to watch. The man wore a shirt of himself dunking on Joel Embiid in the 2021 playoffs, which I actually have the shirt as well. One of the coolest shirts I think I've ever bought from a Hawks player. He's more than just a dunker, uh, but the man is he's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him terrorize NBA rims. We just need a bit more consistency out of John Collins, and we need his defense to be a little bit better. Uh, Collins is a is a freak athletically and a very good offensive piece, but we do need him to be more consistent on offense and his perimeter paint defense to be just a tad bit better. But with the maturation of Omeka Okongwu, John Collins might not be asked to play that defensive four role in the paint too much. He might be a stretch forward that plays a lot on the perimeter. And then at number 42, DeJounte Murray up from 83. I would argue that DeJounte Murray should be a little bit higher on this list, probably in the top 30, but it is what it is. The Atlanta paid a pretty price to get Murray from San Antonio. Now it's time to see if he's worth it. Now, there are plenty of reasons to believe he will be, as Murray averaged 21.1 points per game, 9.2 assists per game, 8.3 rebounds per game, and 2 steals per game last season. Folks, he almost averaged a triple-double in an offense that gave him absolutely zero help. He is going to have so many more weapons with Atlanta and a ton more open shots because of what Trey, Bogey, Clint, John, what all of them can do in Herder. Uh, when Trey Young sits, Murray can run the show. When they share the court, he's, he can still show how effective he can be. And with DeJounte Murray on the team, it'll A, free up DeJounte Murray because people will be paying attention to Trey Young, and B, at times, it'll let DeJounte Murray run point and Trey Young to play off-ball offense. And we saw how good Trey could be last year when he was off the ball. He was arguably better off the ball than he was on the ball. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the what the player-team dynamic is with this Hawks team uh, here in a couple months.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see. Training camp begins a little bit later this month, like I think the tw- um, closer to the 30th, if I sure. remember correctly. No, Friday. Friday, they've got media day, and I think they begin um, training camp after, just after media day. So um, that's that's when it should be going on for the Hawks. I had to look that up yesterday.
0: Yeah, just make it up, you know, <laughs> ten, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, preseason starts September 30th um, yeah. for the NBA and the Hawks. Uh, October 6th is the Hawks' first. Oh, they play Milwaukee and Abu Dhabi. The Abu Dhabi games. Wow. That's pretty cool. Huh. They have three preseason games. uh, And then the regular season starts October 19th at home versus the Houston Rockets. The dancers out there in Houston.
1: Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, In softball yesterday, Bowden beat Mount Zion 8-0 after Mount Zion apparently over the weekend. forked field about i love it i I I, I absolutely
0: love that dude that is that is what honestly the west side of georgia this uh, this sort of cluster of teams i want to see more of this stuff because it's fun harmless just kind of not trash talk but you know just little antics between the schools i love stuff like that man oh it's all in good fun it's all in good competition it was just plastic forks all over the field. I, I love it. I absolutely love that.
1: Uh, so Bowden beat them eight to nothing yesterday. Carrollton beats Campbell eight to nothing. Central beats Sonorville behind Carly Fuller's six innings pitch of no earned run uh, pitching. Uh, we do not have a score for Temple at Hurd County. Are we sure that game happened?
0: We are not. <laughs>
1: Uh, it is on
0: max preps and it does say missing score so usually if the game doesn't happen they'll remove it off of max preps but uh yeah i haven't been able to find anything this morning
1: okay uh Carrollton in volleyball at home we do not have a score versus Pebblebrook. central lost to heritage two to one erd county beat greenville two to nothing then lost to temple two to one temple beat greenville two to nothing Miller, could be Banneker and Tri-Cities 2 to nothing yesterday. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight, Alexander is at Bowden and Softball at 5.30. Carrollton is at Cedartown at 5 in Hart County versus Marion County at 5.30. That game is at Columbus State.
0: wonder why that, that
1: is. That is your Stumpet Games and Events calendar. Um, you know, they occasionally have games that are kind of Neutral site. Um it, it happens. It's not a big It's hmm.
0: pretty cool. That's uh a sneak.
1: Uh Billy, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man? More than you know.
0: Let's do it, dude. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you're looking to buy or sell a house in the west side of Atlanta, hit up Hannah Strong. New York Yankees, Aaron Judge. Bombs. His 60th home run last night. One shy of Roger Maris' AL single season record and one shy of the all time MLB record. People is need he gonna to get pay it?
1: attention to this. Thousand People percent. need to pay attention to this. Pay attention. If you are listening to our voice right now, pay attention to this. Aaron Judge is doing this without, without any steroids. He's doing this just strictly him. And it is impressive as hell what he's doing 60 home runs in a season is hard enough especially with the pitching that's going on now it's unreal so I'm I'm so impressed by what Aaron Judge is doing and he's got I'm assuming around the same amount of games that the Braves have which is 14 yeah Yeah, he's still got uh, the Maris family is they were on hand last night and they will continue to be on hand the rest of the way until he gets to 61st and 62nd from what I heard
0: Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So uh, they're playing the Pirates. So you would assume that Judge will probably hit six or seven home runs against them because the (laughs) Buckos are terrible. Uh, So, yeah, Aaron Judge, two home runs away from becoming the all-time single season home run uh, record holder. So congratulations to Aaron Judge. Uh, People need to pay attention to that. and They need to pay attention to Pujols. Pujols still going for 700 home runs. Pay attention to that. Yes. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Bobby Hart. Suspended one game after hitting Tennessee coach after the game. I missed this. I did too. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't see I had to watch it this morning. So, yeah, suspended one game for hitting a Tennessee coach. Him and Mike Evans can uh, share a screen and, and watch football on Sunday.
1: The NFL already, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, the suspensions already for the NFL are coming out, and I'm, I'm irritated by him, but that's just me.
0: I just like to watch the world burn, suspend everybody. Uh, Canada reportedly set to lift the vaccine requirements for people entering into the country. A move that would impact unvaccinated professional athletes. Kyrie Irving Novak Djokovic I'm sure there's other ones. Um, but yeah they are set to lift the, the vaccine mandate so that'll free up um, Raptors games for, for Kyrie Irving and some other NBA stars who are not vaccinated and MLB stars going up to Toronto to play baseball, so well, one good. one less hurdle. Yeah, one less hurdle for them to get over to go up and play a sport up in Canada. Uh, and I'm assuming hockey is the same way. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't. There what is there four Canadian hockey teams. Something like that: the Winnipeg, Calgary, Toronto, Montreal. Am I missing one? I think that's a. Can't think. Uh, Joe Thomas, Darrell Rivas, Dwight Freeney.
1: questions like that first thing in the morning, man. <laughs> uh,
0: Joe Thomas, Darrell Rivas, and Dwight Freeney lead the first year eligible 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame nominees. All three of those guys should get in. Joe Thomas, one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time, Darrell Revis. Uh, he had a nickname in Revis Island for a reason. And Dwight Freeney, who was an absolute freak of nature on the
1: defensive line. And shout out to... At. Um, Pat McAfee for being on this list as well.
0: Dude, I love it.
1: His, he des- his reaction... Dude, his, he deserved it. Honestly, I didn't get to see his reaction, but his, he deserves it. Like, he truly deserves it. The, the, what he did in the NFL was un-freaking-real.
0: Go back, and, go back and watch his reaction from yesterday, man. It's one of the most raw reactions I think I've ever seen Pat have on the show. Uh, and, and if anybody has, has ever watched the Pat McAfee show, you know that he doesn't like praise. Um, everything that he gets praised for, he pushes it off onto other people. And you know, this—I I did. This wasn't my accomplishment. These guys did it. These guys should get the praise, not me. I'm just a stooge. Um, and it, it was one of the coolest moments in Pat McAfee show history. Um, they showed it to him live on air, and uh, he got—he got a. You could tell he was getting a little choked up, man. And he—it was. I don't know. It was really cool. Pat seems like a very genuine person. So uh, all the success that he has, like, I know I'm just a moron from Georgia. Like, you know, my praise doesn't count, but uh, er everything he gets, man, is is well-deserved. So, you know, who knows if he's going to get in, but even to be nominated, like, that's a huge honor. You know, I, I, I make fun of the Hall of Fame in every sport, but baseball, because baseball is the only Hall of Fame that matters. Um, but hey, if you're a player in the uh, NFL and you get nominated, that's that's massive, dude. That's a massive, Even massive. Even the
1: Baseball fan. Hall of Fame pisses me off half the time, too.
0: Nope. It's correct. The only the only error they've ever made is Pete Rose not being in it. Um, but the exclusivity in the Hall of Fame is what it should be. The Hall of Fame should not be a uh, an achievement award. What do they call it? A long-time achievement award or whatever. Lifetime achievement award.
1: I'm not saying uh, that, be. that it should, but it, some of the... Some of the writers not voting for certain players because they were in the same era as um, steroids, even though they never got tied to it. They, you know, they were just drove me crazy.
0: Yeah, hey,
1: but the fact know. that the fact that some people did not vote for Greg Maddox as first ballot Hall of Famer drove me crazy. Maybe some
0: people didn't think he was a Hall of Famer. Maybe some people thought which, he was a second ballot Hall of Famer,
1: which means that they should be removed from voting.
0: Maybe, maybe they had some good arguments against it. You know, There's, he did play for the Cubs. There the Cubs is sucked.
1: no good argument for Greg. No- We're not having this argument on this podcast. This he,
0: he threw like five pitches his entire career over ninety miles an hour. Does that sound like the Hall of Fame to you? We
1: are, yes, absolutely. I mean, dude couldn't even get it.
0: Could, dude couldn't even get gassed up over don't, ninety. Don't even. I don't, know. don't even get.
1: See, now you're just. Now you're just trying to needle me.
0: <laughs> uh fan need arrested
1: another cup of coffee when you give me that kind of crap
0: <laughs> you're welcome i just saved your money jeez uh fan arrested for allegedly throwing a bottle at cleveland browns owner jimmy Haslam on sunday <laughs> after the loss <laughs> is there a more cleveland browns headline that you have ever seen in your entire life i mean that is,
1: is was it a beer bottle
0: Oh, Of course it was a beer bottle. They don't drink drink anything up in Cleveland, but beer. What do you think, they're drinking water up there? Have you seen the people of Cleveland? They don't even know what water is. Of course it was a beer bottle. That's the the most Cleveland Browns headline I've seen possibly ever. You get so pissed off that your team lost, you throw a beer bottle at your owner. God, God love Cleveland, dude. That That is absolutely fantastic. And today in 2008, the final home game was played. At Yankee Stadium, the house that Ruth built against the Baltimore Orioles. One of the most iconic stadiums, or it was one of the most iconic stadiums in yeah. all sport in the entire world. Uh, now it is just a parking lot. So that is what we do in America. We tear down history and build parking lots, which is super depressing. Well, but...
1: Fenway's still up. Uh, Berkeley's still up. Yep.
0: Uh, um, oh. Hey, Dodger Stadium. Let's throw that in there because uh, that's, that's relatively stadium's
1: old. has been there since the 40s. 50s, maybe. yeah
0: yeah yeah throw that one in there um although you gotta remember
1: prob- like most of most people would understand that dodgers were based out of brooklyn too so the dyers
0: well they were the dodgers then and then moved out to la and now they're the dyers so <laughs> they did change names
1: slightly you are such oh. a dick
0: <laughs> <laughs> what that's the, 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 the they're the dyers that's what their that's what their uh, name is they changed
1: yeah. We're uh gonna get sued. yeah those
0: Oh, probably <laughs> uh, the fact that we haven't gotten sued already honestly is quite <laughs> amazing I, I don't know how we've been on the airways for i mean we're creeping up on a year billy that we have not been canceled yet and i'm really not i don't know i don't know how i don't know december how that happened
1: December 28th nine months I,
0: oh that's that's a year
1: and december 28th was the first day
0: oh nice nice we're creeping up on it baby creeping up
1: coming up on three uh three months away all right uh bryce you got anything else
0: Nah, man. I'm good. Let's get out of here on a hump day.
1: Hump day. Uh, for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time. Same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.